Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Hey, this is Dean Graziosi, author of Millionaire Success Habits. Hey there, Grant Cardone, New York Times bestselling author, affected hundreds of billions of dollars in sales and $1 billion owner of real estate. Hey, this is Ed Milet from World Financial Group. And if you want to learn the habits that create great relationships. If you want to 10X your network like I have. But I want you to learn how to max out the relationships in your life. You should be listening to the Build Your Network podcast. Build Your Network podcast. Build Your Network podcast. So my good friend, Travis Chapel. Travis Chapel. Travis Chapel. Welcome back to the show. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know. If you agree, then keep on listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way. If you disagree, then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey. My name is Travis Chapel, and this is the Build Your Network Podcast. What's up, everybody? I am super, super excited for this episode. This is the first ever topic-based episode that we're doing here on the show. So every Wednesday, we're going to try to come at you with just a compilation of some of the guests that we've had on in the past talking around one specific topic. So my editing team is working hard. My wife even jumped in and did a lot of this stuff for me. So shout out to Jackie. Thank you so much for doing that. But going in, finding some content in the past episodes that's really, really helpful and all around one topic and then putting it back into one compiled episode for everybody's convenience. That way you can, if you're wanting just, hey, I need some quick networking networking tips. I need to hear about real estate really quick, or I need to hear about this or that. You can go into these episodes 
and find a compiled episode full of content from multiple people that have been on the show in the past. So this is uh, going to be part one in a series of top networking tips. So these are some of the best networking tips and networking stories that we've gotten on the show so far. So today we are featuring three awesome guests. We have Dean Graziosi from Millionaire Success Habits. We have Grant Cardone and we have Ed Milet. So an all-star lineup here for the first episode to get this series kicked off for you. So they're going to be talking a lot about networking, some of their best stories, some of their best tips, tactics, even get into some confidence and all that good stuff as well. So before we jump into that, if you're listening to this on a mobile device right now, then go in, screenshot this episode, and then post it to your Instagram story. Tag me, tag Ed, tag Grant and Dean, and I'll be sure to hop on over there into the messages, reply back, and chat with you for a second over there. So without further ado, here is the Top Networking Tips Series Part 1 with Dean Graziosi, Grant Cardone, and Ed Milet. How have you gone about creating relationships with people of influence like them, and how do you suggest other people do that? Yeah, great question. Reciprocity. Reciprocity and don't keep score. Like mm. we're in a world where it's like, I'll do something for you, man. If you do something for me, I'll do your podcast, but how big's your list? What can you do for me? How many books can we push? Like if you put out in the world, good intention, do for somebody first, expecting nothing in return. Maybe the person you do it for takes advantage of you and gives you nothing and you don't get to network. You don't get to do business, but all of a sudden you're standing there and someone taps on your shoulder and a deal comes out of nowhere. And you're like, I wonder where that came from. It's because the law of the universe, yeah. reciprocity is giving helping with expecting nothing in return, but it always comes back. I'll give you an example. Tony Robbins. Tony changed my life 15 years ago through books and tapes and audios with great impact on my life. About seven years ago, my buddy Joe Polish and Tony are friends. I'm, we're flying on a plane. I said, hey man, I want to meet Tony. It's time. So he does a quick video, introduces us. Tony says, yeah, come on out. Let's meet. So I go to Chicago, have lunch with Tony. I go to UPW, is Unleash the Power Within. We rocked the house. It was amazing. And I leave and I noticed something with Tony's business. When you leave one of his events, I noticed that you weren't getting like follow-up emails. Like Tony gives you the freaking juice, man. You're all lit up. You want more of it. And I wasn't getting any emails. And that's a follow-up sequence. And mm -hmm. in a marketing world, it's like, I sell you a course. You come to one of my events. Man, I just want you to use it. I want you to stay motivated. I want to help change your life. Tony's whole mission on this earth is to change people's lives. So I had this idea. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I took my team. I built a whole follow-up sequence. I, I wrote all the emails. I filmed videos as if I was Tony on what I would suggest to do. Tony gave it to his team. He lost his mind. I mean, we had hours and hours and hours in this. Then I sat, he brought his whole team. We sat around a conference table of 20 people. I shared all of them, the art of reciprocity and how to bond with your clients more. Tony got done. I'll put it this way. When he was done, he emailed me a picture of his black card, his black American express and said, dude, you made me millions with what you did, and I get to change more people's lives. Charge me whatever you want. Now, of course, hmm. I didn't charge him a dime, right. but I did, for, and I looked for nothing in return. You know why I wanted to do it? It's because Tony changed my life seven years ago with the tapes and books that I bought, and I was just giving back to him. He gave so much to the world. He's given so much to so many people. It was my honor. It was my privilege. I wasn't looking for anything. I didn't ask him. I didn't take that money. I didn't take a deal. I never asked him to do anything for me, and since that day, Tony and I have been best friends. I talk to Tony every single week of my life. Anything we do, to, we meet wherever we can. He just called me and said, let's meet in Australia and play squash. And then we'll speak on one of his events. Like I built that relationship. A lot of people want it, but I didn't go in just looking for something. Have we made millions of dollars together since then? Yes. I'll give you another one. Ariana Huffington, who started Huffington Post. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She started it in her 60s. 
and sold it for 315 million bucks and still owns 50% of it in her sixties. Everybody told her she was insane. So Ariana Huffington, I wanted to pick her brain. Like, wouldn't you want to sit down and talk to Ariana Huffington? Of course. <laughs> so when her, when her book thrive came out now, I'm not saying if you don't have money, you can just do something. But when her book thrive came out, I made sure I got connected with her and I bought $25,000 worth of her books to help her on the New York times bestseller list. I bought it, never asked for anything. And one day she's like, Oh my God, you're so sweet. How come you did that? I said, cause you've done amazing things for the world. And I just thought I'd help out. She goes, what can I do? I said, how about an interview? I sat down and got an interview, got to ask her every question I wanted. And I can call Ariana anytime I want. She's helped me out on so many things. And the list goes on. I did the same thing for Richard Branson. I wanted to meet Richard Branson and me and Joe Polish. We went around to a bunch of entrepreneurs and raised a million dollars for Virgin Unite. And we ended up spending a week on Richard Branson's Island with just him. I ended up, I got to sail around the island. Richard Branson's still in my phone to this day because I reached out and did something for his charity first. It doesn't matter what level. It could be opening a door. It could be cleaning out someone's garage, as simple as that. Or it could be solving a problem for someone else, not looking for anything in return. And you know, you might do something for three people and they're jackasses and they don't give you anything back. It's okay. The universe will reward you in ways that you could never imagine. So you want to network, know the art of reciprocity. This is some next level networking stuff right here. Everybody listening should be taking some avid, avid notes right now because literally everything that Dean is talking about right now is everything that I try to teach, but just on a massive scale with massive influencers who have massive impact and influence. And all of that is totally possible. So that's the biggest thing is we take this all the way back to the beginning of the conversation now, Dean, and say, look, it all starts with mindset. Like you didn't have this idea of like, man, it'd be so cool to meet Tony Robbins. But anyway, and then keep talking about whatever you were talking yeah, about. Yeah. It was like, it'd be so cool to meet Tony Robbins. Hey, Joe, make an intro. Like, let me try to meet this guy. Then when you yeah. meet him, you weren't in this like phase of what, can, what I get? can I get out of this? Like, what can I learn from this? How can I make money off of this? What can I partner on with him? No, no, no. It was in a situation where it's like, how can I add value to somebody who's given me so much? And that by itself, those two mental shifts by changing your thought process from it's impossible to how can it be done? And then changing your thought process from what can I get to how can I give, those two just fundamental pivots are so, so, so crucial. You need one tip on how to network better, how to increase your inner circle, what is that Make one a list, tip? make a list, man. Who do you wanna network with? It's like getting a job. Yeah. The way colleges are taught how to get a job is you look for the industry that's expanding. It's completely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You work for people, not companies. Yeah. So that's, you wanna make- so true. That's something, I, if I could go back, that dude, would change that. So, so dumb, dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What industry do you wanna work in? Right. Well, I'm an accountant. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a 
a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Yeah. So who's hiring <laughs> right. accountants? Oh, the gas industry's hiring accountants. Right. You're not going to work for the gas industry and you're not going to work for a company. You're going to work for a person. So what people, you talk about acceleration, man. Don't go get a job. Go work for a person, yeah. right? So I would make a list. Who do I want to network with? Who do I want to eat dinner with? Who do I want to spend time with, right? Not mentoring. I'm not talking about mentoring. You guys mentor, you need to read a book. The mentoring thing is so overblown. I've never called somebody and said, will you please be my mentor? Not in a formal way. No, no. Yeah. What I'll do is I'll grab a guy that's written this many books. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's my mentoring. I'm going to read everything that guy put together. Yeah. I'm going to study every audio program he has. I'm going to study everything he's done. That's how you get mentoring. So the network thing is about how do you hook up with players? Okay. Real quick, yeah. what you were just talking about, how much do you think estimated that you've spent on mentorship, coaching, books, basically anything investing yeah, well, I mean, in yourself. I study, I study, you know, so how many millions, millions. spent millions of dollars. Yeah. Do you think that that's a direct no doubt. result? I spent, it's not just how much money cost. I've spent, it's how much time I've spent. Hmm. Like even when I was 25 years old, I spent $3,000 when I was 25 years old. That would be about 9,000 bucks today. Okay. I didn't have the money. I borrowed it, borrowed it from my mother, paid her back 30 days later. Mm -hmm. And I watched those tapes Oh man, dude! I can't. There was tapes. This is like how, a like a sales. It was a sales thing. Or, yeah, it was yeah. sale, and it was a beta tape. It was the tape was like that thick, and it played on a machine, and it pumped to the TV. Not just the nine thousand dollars. I probably watched that thing ten thousand times. Wow! It was twelve tapes. I knew every word. I knew pauses. I knew humor. I knew everything. Inflections. I knew like it taught me how mm. to get in a groove, and mm. I didn't have a groove. Right. So since then, I have spent millions of dollars to be in the right place. Yeah. Just this conference. I spent $4 million to be there. Mm -hmm. That's what I spent. Right. People were paying 15 grand to be there. Like these tickets are expensive. My ticket's expensive. <laughs> okay. I'm the one that spent all the money here, right. but it was worth the 4 million to be with Damon John, mm -hmm. to be with Andy Frasilla, to have guys on stage with me, Jordan Zimmerman, who does $4 billion a year, you know, Bobby Castro, who buys real estate, just invested $3 million in my real estate fund. I had him on stage. He's like, this feels good. This is the right thing. Mm -hmm, right, you know, right. you're a legit dude. You're not just talking about it. This is a real business. You know, just when you build a network, when you go from being one person to all of a sudden 25 people and 9,000 people around you, mm -hmm. you're legit. Right, right. You're not just riding around town saying, I'm on Instagram. 
what was the first nine thousand you spent? Because I think it's the first money that you spend on personal development slash self improvement, whatever you want to call it. The first like big chunk of money you spend, it almost becomes addicting after that to the point because of what you're saying because it works so well. There's a direct ROI yeah, yeah, with improving yeah. the quality of who you are. So for somebody out there listening that's going like, man, I've I've just never I've never done anything like that. Yeah, I've always been taught but, but, like but don't put have- myself in debt. Yeah, but they have done something like that, okay? If you're doing self-improvement, your first investment will not be that self-improvement course. It was college and it failed you. Or it was high school and that failed you. So what happens with people is the reason they don't want to do the self-improvement thing is because education failed them. Hmm. They're like, I don't want to spend money on your course. How bad was high school for you, dude? Oh, it's terrible, man. It was terrible. It's a waste of time. 12 years. I learned nothing. I got nothing out of it. And then I went to college. I did that for two years. I'm 40 grand in debt. Couldn't even get a job. The first self-improvement course you guys did failed you and it took too long and it cost too much and it's called school and it failed most people. Very few people attribute college, school to like where they are today. Right. Especially because of the mindset. Yeah. Just totally screws you over that you, from that culture. And then it takes so long. Yeah. Like learning shouldn't take that long. Like if I get a piece of data, I should be able to put it to use right, right. away. I yes. shouldn't have to wait until the yes. class is over. So that brings me to another question yeah. then. So is there too much? Because I mean, I met people recently who are literally never made a dime, like not implementing any of the stuff they learned. They're yeah. like $50,000 in debt from spending money on programs, courses, events, masterminds, yeah. everything, but they don't ever make any money. Like I, when's enough enough? I would keep doing it. I think it's going to stick. I think something's going to happen. As long as you take action. Maybe not. Maybe you're just going to finally change. It's like, look, I quit using drugs. 9,000 days in a row. Yeah. 9,000 times. Like, what is 365 times nine years? So, based on what you're saying, I should have quit trying to quit. But one day, it stuck. Yeah. I've read a bunch of bad books. Oh, there's the bad book list. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Mm -hmm. But even when I'm reading a bad book or going to a bad seminar or not using it, it's starting to stack data for me. Mm. I'm starting to make Okay, what's true for me? Just like when you're looking at a real estate deal. Dude, I look at real estate deals. No, no, no. Bang, there's the yes. It's all data. Dude, all I need is one deal. I need one deal, but I need a bunch of bad books and a bunch of bad mentors and a bunch of bad advice to then say, there's the golden. I just need that golden piece. How many days? I mean, I quit using drugs 32,800 times. On the 801, I went to treatment. Yeah. Never used drugs again. So I would just tell people, if you're not using the data, no problem, man. Maybe you have the wrong information. Maybe it's too much information and not enough. Hey, pick up the phone right now yeah. at the course. Right. Like we just right. finished doing a three-day boot camp. Dude, we had people making money on the first half of the first day mm. of the course. Yeah. So we're saying, here's some data. Apply it at lunch. Let's talk about it at one. Mm. So it could be the wrong course. It could be the wrong information. Like there's a lot of bull out there. Yeah. The life coaching. Mm. Dude, you don't need a life coach. You need a business coach. Do, do you think that there is an age where it's too early to spend that kind of money on stuff no, like that? never, never okay. too early. I don't think it's too early. I don't think it's too late. I don't think there's ever too much. Okay. I okay. think people quit. People quit getting data. They okay. give up on the network marketing company. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, Amway didn't work. New Skin didn't work. Mm-hmm. ACN didn't work. Maybe the next one works. Okay. <laughs> right. I tried doing Instagram, can't get a following. Good, man, do another one. Frequency is the way to greatness. Yeah. Don't quit no matter what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless it's bad for you, don't quit. <laughs> Unless it's bad for you. You know, yeah. if there's a chance of a win, if there's a chance that your life can get better, if there's a chance that there is gold on the other side of the rainbow, yeah. dude, walk. So can you tell us a time, a specific time that you can think back to, Ed, just like a quick story about somebody that you met one time who introduced you to this person, to that person that led to this opportunity and created a good amount of success for you? 
Yeah, through failure. I'll give you a great story. I had gone broke in business. One of these other times I went broke. We were newly married, and my home was foreclosed on. And then about six months later, we went out to work at the apartment building we were in, and my wife came back in and said, someone stole my car. And I went, oh, my God. We, you know, I'm going broke. My home's foreclosed on. Now someone stole her car. And then it was worse than that because it wasn't stolen. It was repossessed. Um, so her car was repossessed. Then, then a few weeks later, the power was turned off. And then our water got turned off. And that was the final straw because with water, you can't even cook. And so every morning, my wife and I would get up at our apartment. We'd gather our things. I would go down the stairs to the pool area outdoors, and there was a shower there. And my bride, new bride, we would shower every morning there, freezing. And it was shameful, man. I was ashamed. And she had to go get a job because I couldn't make it. And when she got that job, the first day that she sat down, she sat with another lady there who had gotten the job the same day too, right next to each other at the reception desk. And that woman ended up introducing me to the best person I ever recruited into my company. Wow. And that guy has gone on to be a multimillionaire in my company and gone on to become very successful. And so that failure that happened, happened for me. If my water doesn't get turned off, the car doesn't get repossessed, if I don't lose my house, my wife doesn't get that job, she does not meet Valencia, who doesn't introduce me to Dan, and my life is completely in a different direction. So yes. Wow. Isn't it crazy? That's, yeah, that's such an incredible story because it's so hard for somebody listening to this right now that's maybe going through a lot of that stuff. It's so hard to look to the future and be like, hey, everything's going to be okay. When you were in that position, Ed, what were the thoughts that you had? Were you just like, man, I'm just, maybe I should just go get a job or like, was it still that commitment that we talked about at the very beginning? No, I was scared. I'm not going to tell you that I wasn't scared. I'm not going to tell you that I wasn't down. I was. What I did do is I worked. I kept working. You imagine what a fraud you feel like when you get out of that shower at the pool in the morning and you put your suit on and now you got to go, hey world, come follow me and be successful. Right. Mm -hmm. So a lot of you feel that way too. I just felt like I kept telling myself, I'm serious everybody. I kept assuring myself of one thing because I was scared. I was down. I remember it as an athlete though. I remember coaches always telling me when I was a kid, if you keep doing the things other people aren't willing to do, Eddie, you're going to get the hits other guys aren't going to get. And so that was in baseball. And so in business, I kept telling myself, I'm willing to do the things other people aren't willing to do. I'm eventually going to get the things other people aren't going to get. And I just fed myself that belief. I'm willing to do these things. Most people won't go through this. Most people won't pay this price. Most people won't make this many phone calls. And I kept assuring myself and assuring myself that that would happen. And I'm just telling you, it was through sheer work, sheer belief that if I kept working, because I didn't always believe in myself. I didn't always have a vision I was going to make it, right? I didn't. But what I did is I kept working. I think sometimes we have to work even when we don't feel like it. And so little by little, little cracks would happen, little breaks would happen, little things would take place, and my self-confidence just started to flourish. Mm-hmm. And we really do – I'll finish on this point on this. We really do get what we expect, The truth of the matter is I was getting what I expected. I was getting what I thought I was worth. I was being tested. I had to get my self-confidence built up, my identity built up where I would not tolerate where I was. Malcolm X has this great saying, that which you do not hate, you will eventually tolerate. And I had to get to this point where I just hated where it was. It wasn't all about roses and bubble gum and I believe it and I'm overcoming. No, I was scared. I was hurting, but I kept telling myself, I'm doing stuff other people won't do. I'm going to get things they won't get. And that's how I broke through, man, just sheer work. 
Yeah, love so, so much of that. And that mentality is the exact mentality that I think most people just give up too quickly on because they let all that self-doubt take over instead of figuring out more ways to keep depositing into their confidence. So quick. They never, Travis, they never stick yeah. around. They make effort deposits and effort deposits, and then they don't stick around for the withdrawal. And so even when you're not making money, even when you're not accumulating whatever you're trying to accumulate, clients or prospects or agents in your business, whatever it is, even when that's not happening, you are making deposits. You are making deposits. Be clear about that. Every call, every meeting, every day is a deposit. Okay? I promise you. The account may not be growing yet, but it's a deposit. Yeah. And eventually those deposits are magnifiers once the account starts to grow. I promise you, right? Yes. You have to stick around long enough in order to get the withdrawal. The athletes I coach, I can't tell you, brother, how often, like I'm right now I'm working with some bodybuilder guys. They train and diet and excruciating, and they go to the thing to get their pro card, and they don't get it, and they quit. And I'm like, listen, you're three more events away, six more months of contest. Why would you have done all this starvation, all this work, all the reps, all the excruciating pain? To make no withdrawal? Are you crazy? You don't think all these weights you've lifted, all the dieting, that there wasn't some deposits being made there even though you didn't get your pro card yet? Yeah. I think yeah. golfers, but business people are like, they don't see the account growing, so they're not cognizant of the deposits they're making. Thank God, brother, me and you both, stayed for the withdrawal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the difference. Right. Right. Now that's uh, consistency mixed with your confidence over a long time is going to produce enough results in order for you to make that withdrawal. So stick around if you're listening and you're right at that tipping point, stick around and wait for the withdrawal. Well, that's all for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. You might hear my guests and I talk a lot about masterminds on the show. They are literally what I attribute most of the new quality relationships in my life to. So if this is something that you are interested in at all, which it should be, then hit me up and let's chat to see if you would be a good fit for my mastermind, Build Your Network Alpha. Just shoot an email over to travis at buildyournetwork.co and let's talk about it. Have a fantastic rest of your day and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it.